This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy Ott, along with Aaron Renning and Mitch Moss. It's our Sports Better's Paradise, the part of the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. We start our NFL divisional previews. We start in the NFC North, and let's get right into it, uh, ER. And we'll talk about the Green Bay Packers, 11-1 to to win the Super Bowl, 450 to win the NFC. Aaron Rodgers, uh, he lost Devontae Adams. Uh, Valdez Scandling uh, picks up uh, some others and already has a little friction with some of the receiving core. A call for a private meeting. He's 11-1 to to win the MVP. The Packers have won 13 games, three straight seasons, but ended up in uh, playoff losses before the Super Bowl. They're minus 182 to win the NFC North, where they have dominated the 11 win total uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, the uh, it, it's interesting. I have bets on uh, the three other teams in the division. As of now, I don't uh, have any bets on the Packers. I'd actually uh, lean a little bit under the total. Obviously, very difficult to bet against uh, Aaron Rodgers at this point. I mean, two MVP seasons. Uh, you know, you could probably say, well, you know, he can't duplicate what he did last year. But you know, you might have said that last year as well. Uh, you know, I think you know it, it's interesting because I I think the loss of Devontae Adams is certainly uh, a minus for this team, and obviously some point to you know the Packers being seven and zero uh, without him or whatever the exact number was. But I mean, you're crazy if you don't think Adams is a loss. He's still working uh, with limited receivers. I, I feel like at some point, you know, the clock uh, certainly strikes twelve, or I'm sorry, yeah, twelve. Uh, with Aaron Rodgers and what he's been able to do, um, you're just not sure exactly when that's going to happen. Hard to bet when that's going to happen. Obviously, special teams were a mess last year. I would expect that to be better uh, hiring the uh, Raiders' former coach. But you know, until you see signs that uh, Rodgers is definitely going downhill, uh, for me, I'm just going to kind of pass and uh, uh, wait and see. Mitch, uh, they are matched up with the AFC and NFC East, both of the Eastern uh, divisions uh, in the respective conferences. So uh, AFC East will be kind of normal, average, I think. NFC East, I think, was on the weaker side. So that helps a little bit. They're bringing in Sammy Watkins, Amari Rodgers, and Romeo Dobbs um, again. And also, this is one from your neck of the woods, too, um, uh, Mitch, and that is Aaron Rodgers' interception total, six and a half. 
That seems very high. Boy, he protects the ball like nobody else. That's shaded to the under minus 137. The Packers. It's, it's, um, I think last year they had a nine and a half on his INT prop, and he threw two in week one against wow. the Saints, and he still had four on the entire year. I mean, just, it's how good he is. And I know he was hurt five years ago, but he has stayed under six and a half INTs five straight years. You know, this could be, uh, it's been Green Bay has been known for their offense, obviously with Rodgers and Adams and the running backs over the years. But this this year could almost be flipped a little bit. Where I'll tell you, I mean every every website I look at, every person I read, every number that you want to examine, if they stay healthy on defense, this team could be involved with some unders this year game totals. Uh, I think they're probably going to rely on that good offensive line if they can stay healthy. The combination of um, Jones and Dylan in the backfield, but also Rodgers is so, certainly capable of making this young core of receivers better, but also like winning with their defense. I'll give you an example, and I'll just, for the sake of this, I'll use pro football focus. They're offseason, they ranked every unit in the league, right? Um, for every team. They gave the Green Bay defensive line the third best mark in the entire league. Their linebackers, the fourth and their secondary, the fourth. And I think we saw that last year in the playoff game when they uh, played the 49ers. I mean, let's be honest here. That was the special teams was all time bad. And Rodgers just couldn't make any plays. The defense was incredible. The, the Niners did nothing in that game on offense and the Packers were finally healthy in that game. So um, I think that, you know, I'm not going to be surprised if they play in a bunch of games that are like, 23-17 this year. Um, I still think they could be good, but I would also agree with ER. I mean, can we really expect them to win 13 regular season games on another season this year? That might be a little bit too much to ask. All right. Uh, and uh, looking at the uh, the rest of their um... – uh, you know, the rest of the division, the Bears in Detroit are a ways away. So we'll start with Minnesota. Uh, they are 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, 17 to 1 to win the NFC, plus 270 to win the division, upset the Packers. Uh, nine and a half, shaded at Bet Rivers to the under at minus 129. Uh, Cousins does have weapons, uh, no question about that. He is 20 to 1 to have the most passing yards productivity has not been his problem it's been in clutch play and uh also they are a dead pick them uh to make the playoffs of minnesota vikings er uh yeah i i like the vikings this year i i think uh there's definitely different ways uh you could look uh to bet on them whether it's uh to win the division uh at uh, a decent plus price um to make the playoffs uh, obviously is an option as well, or could make it easy and just bet this team over the total. Uh, I have some small bets on this team uh, in that. And, you know, obviously a, a much is made. I, I think the, the change at coach um, is certainly what this team needed. It just could grown stale um, under what they were doing uh, last year, as you mentioned, uh, with Zimmer. But now you bring in O'Connell, kind of an offensive mind. I mean, Again, it's it's a little bit, you know, player speak or coach speak, but all the reports are uh, pretty positive about this offense. And for what you make of Cousins, I mean, to me, he's still a, a top 10 quarterback. He has plenty of weapons uh, to work with. They get healthy uh, on defense. Um, obviously, I think the Lions are not there. Uh, the Bears are certainly not there. We'll talk about those two teams coming up. So really, you know, it's it's a bit of a match race. 
to uh, against the Packers here in this division. Uh, I'm probably looking to bet Minnesota Week One uh, against uh, the Packers as well. So I like this Vikings team. Week one uh, versus uh, the Packers as well. What what number are you seeing on that game right now, ER? Uh, I think it was like two, one and a half, two last I saw. I hadn't bet it yet. I mean, I'm just, just kind of waiting for the chance that maybe he gets the plus three. All right, there you go. Uh, Mitch, uh, the Minnesota Vikings uh, is a team that you you kind of uh, have a bunch of angles on as well. Yeah, I've uh, I've been betting the Vikings throughout the summertime. I'm with ER. I think they can be pretty damn good this year. Um, I do have questions, obviously, about the secondary. They addressed it in the draft. Now they had a pretty big injury uh, on that side of the ball um, in that unit over the weekend, but I think the kid's going to be okay, the kid from Clemson. Um, linebackers are pretty good. Um, this team played in 14 one-score games last year. I think they were 6-8. and eight. Uh, I recall that because it was like every single Sunday night or Monday, the talking was talking point was, can you believe the Vikings were in another game? Like just a, it, it was total chaos the entire time. If the defense gets better this year, um, and I know Mike Zimmer was a defensive coach, but, and I used to like Mike Zimmer, um, you know, a handful of years ago, I thought he was pretty good and taking the team on the right track. But man, I think the game passed him by. And I think it's almost addition by subtraction here. And I know people are tripping over themselves to really uh, fall in love with guys who were close to Sean McVay. But, you know, I got to give O'Connell a chance here. And that's why I mean, I have him for coach of the year. I bet him at uh, 18 to one. I have the Vikings to make the playoffs. I have not bet him to win the division yet. I can still maybe pull the trigger on that, but also I've bet their win total over and I had their alt. I have their alt win total over as well, but I bet that at nine and a half over plus 140. And playing in a lot of fantasy as well, I couldn't be higher on Justin Jefferson if if I tried. I mean, the guy, the first two years in the league, he's off to the best start ever by a wide receiver. By the way, I'm, I'm with ER what he said about Cousins. And, you know, we're not necessarily talking about this team winning the Super Bowl, but can Cousins put up a regular season that's very impressive? Of course he can. He does it almost every single year, the way it seems. Um, so I think Jefferson is just going to go nuts this year and I know it's coach speak and you know it's a player soundbite but what what Jefferson said last week is exactly what most of us said last year and Jefferson said when he was watching the Rams play a season ago he would every game he'd be like wait a second how did Cooper Cup get so wide open that didn't make any sense to him like every single play and he's like, fast forward to now in camp with O'Connell and the Vikings. Like, you know what? It makes sense. Now I know, now with this coach, I know why Cooper Cup uh, was wide open every single play. So I, I got excited about that. I don't want to go completely nuts or something there, but I, I think the Vikings are pretty are pretty solid this year for sure. Mitch, uh, let me let me expound upon that point. It's funny at Bet Rivers, Jamar Chase, uh, Jefferson's uh, uh, teammate at LSU, Justin Jefferson, and. Uh, the previously mentioned Cooper Cup, all at eight to one. I mean, a three-way tie for most receiving yards at Bet Rivers. Mm. Is that something you're looking at as well? Uh, I haven't bet that, to be honest. Um, I think I'd probably want a little bit more. Uh, certainly, you could make a case for all three of those guys. I do have Jefferson, the offensive player of the year. I bet him at twenty to one. I think if you want to take a stab at fifteen, I think that's the number of Bet Rivers right now. Uh, I just, you know, I knew I was going to be betting him. If the number was right, and 20-1 to 1 was definitely a good enough number for me to bet on him when that number popped uh, not that long ago. 
ER, anything else in the Vikings that we're talking about here on some of these individual stats and things like that? Yeah, I don't get into the player props, or let me say I haven't looked at the player props. I'll probably look at them maybe a week uh, before the season. Um, so, um, no, it, it's nothing that I have at this point. One thing about it is uh, when you're looking at, um, you know, how will defenses adjust to a cup, it seems like he just gets open even though when they spe- uh, show him special attention. But Joe Burrow will not force the ball. If they want to take away Jamar Chase, they can do it uh, with double coverage. He will not force it. Not so sure about Cousins uh, with Jefferson, but um, – those uh, the, the, those two were uh, quite the tandem uh, at LSU in that special 2019 season, no question about that. Let's go to the Bears, and, well, the Bears were an easy uh, under for me uh, last year. And, well, uh, Justin Fields, are they doing anything to surround him with some better uh, you know, better supporting cast? I mean, it seems like two are they going out of their way to do everything they can in Miami, but the Bears, five and a half is their win total. Uh, over is minus 150. Um, they are 151 to win the Super Bowl and 60 to one to win the NFC. Only ahead of Seattle in Atlanta, so they are right there near the low point of expectation for this 2022 season. Uh, Allen Robinson is out, so they swap him out for Nikhil Henry, who's a disappointment coming over from New England. A uh, limited, uh, weak offensive weapons, offensive line. Uh, they love Cole Komet. Jeez, they, I think they targeted him in a preseason game against Seattle like five times in the opening drive. He should get a ton of targets there. The Bears here in uh, Justin Fields in year two, uh, ER at five and a half. Uh, yeah, this is a popular play under the total. I bet this um, certainly a few weeks ago, probably at a little better number than the five and a half, uh, Jimmy. I, you know, you try to got it fine to see if you can – get a six out there but you know it's a popular play and you know I think uh, a popular play under the total and you know we've seen this in in many sports you know maybe not as much in NFL where you have teams tanking Uh, obviously you know this just seems like a year zero uh, for the Chicago Bears I mean this is kind of a complete uh, rebuild say what you will about Nagy but to me you know, it was the GM pace and, and what he didn't do and, and the talent that this team doesn't have. And, you know, you're right, you know, what Fields is or isn't, you know, I'm not sure we'll find out uh, this year. But, I mean, it, it's just kind of a disaster on offense. Rookies on the offensive line, the receiver uh, room. So it, it's going to take time. Uh, I was a little bit surprised they bring in a defensive coach here. So, um, it, you know, you always – already hear about uh, rumors uh, the the linebacker could be traded others could be traded as well uh, I just don't think uh, wins um, are exactly what this Bears franchise is looking for this year um, so yeah under the total for me Akeem Hicks uh, is going to be a big loss Khalil Mack only played at seven games last year he is gone as well how about this one at Bet Rivers the Bears are 14 to 1 to be the last winless team this season and uh malcontent linebacker from Georgia Roquan Smith he's five to one for the most tackles the Chicago Bears Mitch pretty much again um in unison with what uh, ER had to say there I I've been trying to tell people for a couple of weeks now because you just know how it's going to work uh third overall market in this country is that the uh the overreaction to Justin Fields' play, I think, is going to really – because it's going to look bad a lot, guys, like really, really bad with this offense and Fields. 
and I would say you can't you can't really say anything that that you you got to be careful with what you say about Justin Fields this year because they have really not helped him out at all. Again, when you look at what kind of meat do they have on the bone, I think Montgomery's a pretty good running back, and I think Darnell Mooney's a pretty good wide receiver. But the overall depth at that position, um, it is lacking severely. By the way, the I like Komet. I think he can be all right, but the receivers in general, not a lot of playmakers there, and a bigger concern might be the offensive line. And I mean. If you saw the game on Thursday against uh, the Seahawks, week two of the preseason, Fields appeared to be like in real time running for his life on almost every single play. And he had seven. He didn't play that much, but he had seven dropbacks. And then when people like broke down the footage from it, I mean, he's like he's running away immediately every single time. So I just I don't think that that's going to go well. Uh on, at all this year on offense. But then like what's to like about the defense on the flip side, like nothing. I just, you know, people have been, you know, they've been taking sharp money on the yonder. ZR said he betted a couple of weeks ago. I know plenty of others who, who are on the yonder for this team and trying to make a case for them to be uh, the worst team in football this year, because on paper, they certainly stack up against some of the other really, really bad teams in the league. Chicago Bears uh, uh, under is plus money at, uh, at Bet Rivers, five and a half plus 123. Uh, Detroit, boy, never seen such a bad team. You know, a bad run gets so much attention, but they got a lot of attention last year. They were a feisty bunch, uh, to say the least. They were either getting blown out or covering a lot of games. They did show some heart. Uh, there's no question about that. But now they're the feature of the uh, Hard Knocks show. So the Hard Knocks Lions, um, some positive reports on Jared Goff, and there is a big dip from him to his backups. I will say that, and – He's been fragile uh, over his career. Their uh, win total is six and a half. It's juiced to the over at minus one thirty-four at Bet Rivers. Um, the uh, plus three forty to make the playoffs. No, is only minus four fifty-five. I don't get into business of laying four fifty-five, but please. Um, anyway, golf does have some weapons. DJ Shark and St. Brown coming over. Jamison Williams will be probably a November target to join the team. They're going to be extra precautious with the uh, first-round pick uh, out of Alabama. Hutchinson looks good. Uh, he looks pretty good. He looks like he could be sort of a a, a Bosa brother uh, playing for Detroit in the early returns there. ER, the Lions, the uh, stars of hard knocks at six and a half. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, this team certainly last year you know, how the uh, point spread is the great equalizer in the NFL. I mean, 3-13 and 13 straight up, Jimmy. Not a lot of confidence in how good they are, but 11-6 and six, uh, against the spread. I mean, just shows you, I think, you know, the fight uh, of this team. And obviously they were playing for Dan Campbell uh, last year. I bet this team over the total uh, on their wins this year. Um, I, I don't mind Detroit. Again, I'm against the Bears. I, I think they could... Certainly split against the Bears, if not win two games. Um, I, like I said, I was down a little bit on the Packers uh, as well. I think, you know, if anything, you get an upgrade at the offensive coordinator. They bring in Ben Johnson. Obviously, uh, thankfully, no Anthony Lynn involved. Of course, Campbell took over the play-calling duties, and they improved uh, last year when he did that. I think Goff gets a bad rap to a certain extent. Obviously, he's going to be limited and what he's going to do, but, you know, there's worse options uh, in the NFL, so I think he gives them a chance to at least win 
uh, some games. I, I like some of the moves they made. I You know, DJ Chalk, I, I like him. I think that was a, a pretty savvy pickup for Detroit. Uh, I think he has some upside there. Uh, obviously, again, they were just banged up last year. I think they were 30th uh, ranked uh, in health uh, as far as uh, not healthy uh, last year. The defense is still going to be an issue, and you know I'm not sure what they're going to get out of Hutchinson, that secondary. Uh, that's the big concern for me uh, with this Detroit team, guys. But um, I, I think they're going to be much improved, and I think there's going to be definitely want to win and see if they can win some, clo- uh, some of those closer games this year. Yeah, Mitch, a lot of people think that Detroit will be better than Chicago. Pass them up in the standings this year. All right, so I'm looking at the website right now, uh, betrivers.com, and they have uh, division finishing position. Uh, The Lions are plus 165 to finish third. I don't mind that bet. Uh, I think they are, on paper again, better than the Bears. I think the Bears can just be god-awful this year, and uh, you definitely, even though the record was so bad last year, you had to like some of the signs that they were showing. Not only the you are talking about, talk about the, um, ATS record a year ago, but if you watch their games, they really never gave up on Dan Campbell. They fought for that guy. I thought that was a good sign in his rookie season, uh, made some nice moves in the off season on the offensive side of the football. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like their overall weapons, the running backs are good if they can stay healthy. And I think they have one of the best offensive lines in the entire sport. So that's really something positive to build on. And the, the question, again, the overall is going to be the defense. So, no, I, I definitely see, you know, where the sharp money has been on the Lions for a long time now this summer. It makes some sense. The wing total has gotten out of control, the bet, in my opinion, at this point. Um, but if you want to bet them maybe third, I don't think they're not, they're not as good as the Vikings or the Packers, certainly. Could they shock the world and finish second? Mm. Maybe, but I think third is absolutely possible at plus 165. Yeah, I, I, I like that bet a lot, uh, Mitch, at plus 165, because I see a gap between them and the Bears, and I see a gap between the Vikings and the Lions. And so that's a pretty creative handicapping right there, finding plus 165. ER, you, you, uh, you in on that? Oh, yeah, it certainly makes sense. Um, obviously, you know, we talked about how I like the Vikings, expect them to – be close to double-digit wins. I'm not sure Detroit, you know, has that upside to be able to get there. But, you know, I'm, I'm penciling in the Bears for three or four wins. So, yeah, you know, makes makes a lot of sense. Looking at the, uh, the first week lines, you know, you have the divisional matchup that we talked about, Green Bay at Minnesota. Uh, Green Bay is two uh, at Minnesota in week one. And uh, Detroit is catching one and a half at home against Washington. And, of course, the Bears are catching points at home against San Francisco. So, um, three uh, three of these teams will be home dogs to start week one. Any opinions, ER? Uh, as I mentioned, uh, I'd probably be on the Vikings uh, almost for sure uh, in week one. Um, you know, San Francisco obviously was a, a play that, you know, I kind of looked at, wasn't quite comfortable. Uh, with the number, but, you know, I could still get there. And, yeah, I mean, Detroit, kind of an option uh, as well. All right. Uh, Mitch, what about week one's lines? Well, I I will say this. uh, Well, do do both you guys play survivor pools? Yes, I do. Somewhat, kind of. (laughs) We we had a, a very interesting conversation over the weekend about week one involving two of these teams. The thought is, obviously, the Niners are going to be a very popular pick in week one along with the Ravens, but they're both road favorites. 
Um, the other one is people were talking about the feet of the Eagles lane four on the road to the Lions. I'm like, I, the Eagles could win that game like 38 to 17, whatever, but I'm not taking them in survivor. I'm like, you can have that. Cause I can see the lines upsetting this. This means not even that big of an upset. They're plus four. And so we're, we're, we're talking about survivor instinct and things like that. I got to tell you, um, I wonder how many people ER will be just, just, just keep their standard where they don't play uh, away teams because the Saints on the road at Atlanta, 49ers at the Bears, you're going to have some temptations there in week one for some road teams. Yeah, I mean, you know, San Francisco will, will be, you know, out of those three teams to me, that's the one that certainly people will be a little bit more um, want to play more than, than Philadelphia. You know, I think you can trust a team like San Francisco or trust a, 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 to bet against a team like the Bears a little bit more. But, yeah, it's uh, never easy. No no doubt about it. So uh, what we're looking at is uh, ER. You like uh, you bullish, uh, you and Mitch, uh, both bullish on the Minnesota Vikings uh, to make the playoffs, win total over, uh, even in uh, week one as well. So Minnesota is your, your team that you're most positive in the NFC North. Well, I mean, quite honestly, I, I feel pretty equal on all of them. I mean, sound like Mitch and I were kind of on the same page, but, um, you know, I, I'm, I like the Bears under quite a bit. I mean, again, 17-game schedule, extra home game. You know, it's it's always a little tricky to bet a low under. But, you know, even, you know, you mentioned five and a half, an alt uh, under, not that bad as well. I just don't think the Bears are going to be good at all. I think they could be the worst team uh, in the NFL. I like Detroit. Uh, quite a bit, and yeah, I'm happy with Minnesota. Uh, some of theirs, so I'm, I'm pretty equal with all three teams. Yeah, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. We're looking at uh, it, Mitch. You also are the most positive. That's the most positive you are about your bets uh, of this NFC North. Yes, very much so. Um, yeah, bet, bet, been betting them for weeks now. Again, on the win totals to go over both the regular win total eight and a half, the alternate win total nine and a half at plus one forty. Uh, haven't bet to, to win the division yet, but again, a couple of uh, awards there, if you will, the Coach of the Year for O'Connell and also Jefferson Offensive uh, Player of the Year. And uh, the, the the Green Bay number is uh, just high. I mean, it's really, really high up there, so kind of staying away from that. And maybe a little bit of cautious optimism about Detroit and maybe some of their numbers as well. E.R.? Yeah, uh, like I say, I think the, you know the Detroit uh, will be improved. Again, the other – it, it, at this point, everything is is cranked out pretty good, and uh, obviously, you know, Detroit has been miserable. Just three wins last year. You're hoping uh, to get a little bit better number, as Mitch mentioned. Uh, I mean, it's been a popular play over the total with the with the Lions. And, and, uh, and Mitch, one thing we agree upon: we all <laughs> singing doom and gloom over the Chicago Bears this year. Yeah, like it could be really bad, like really, really bad. <laughs> yeah. Not not helping not helping the young quarterback Justin Fields out uh, a lot uh, at all. So for Mitch Moss and Beeson, ER Aaron Renning, professional sports gambler. I'm Jimmy Yacht. Uh, we'll be back. We're doing all eight divisions. Our NFL divisional previews will continue as part of the Spet, uh, Sports Better uh, Sports Better's Paradise, the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.